Welcome, everyone. This is Mac on the Rock. Concrete Conservative joining forces with the radio socialist Alejandro for our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday show called The Young and Old. Here we are celebrating the new year. Happy New Year, everyone. Everything is so cool. There's a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be sad for. And I was kind of wondering what became of this country, this slip and fall nation of mine that thought this was going to come out okay, this Joe Biden administration. And then I see it happening again in Brazil, where a very successful justice and order uh, president named Bolsonaro has just befallen by less than 2% in the same type of mysterious, disgusting fashion But these realities of elections cannot be solved while half the people believe one way, the other half believe in government. And unfortunately, history will tell that we are correct. Government is an insidious reality. So with that, I'll hand it over to the radio socialist who has wonderful things to say about my segue into Brazil. Have at it. Um. Yeah, I think I'm I'm hopeful for Brazil. Lula has a good record. Um, you know, he'll kind of deny or dispute that he should be in prison for his time, but more or less. I okay. Now I'm on. Now I'm on. Well, I think what we're gonna do is that's my failure because all I have to do is look at your microphone to know that you're on mic two, not three. Oops. You don't have to switch back to three. Now that you're doing it, they're, they're both just as good as each other. So go ahead. For those mic. at home, there's like three mics. That are like for other guests. For other guests, so I always have to. I usually do mic three, but this time I accidentally jumped at mic two because they were uh, around the same place. No, actually, you're correct. That one was right in front of you. It's my fault. I should have just pressed two. What the hell? That's an engineering thing. For lack of a an employee here, community radio kind of is. I'm the end all be all. That's why I'm the concrete conservative. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty optimistic that Lula is back in, you know, I think even conservatives for Brazil can't complain too much because don't they have like the Senate or something or the I courts? Believe, I believe they have both cameras. So they're going to have to be doing some compromises on this. Um, He's not going to be as socialist as he wants to be. And I, apparently he wasn't as socialist as he wanted to be the first two terms. But it's more, uh, more of a, a stopgap measure because... I think he can pull off what we all fear, especially a country that size in Latin America. He can easily flip those two parts of the legislative branch, those two, uh, I guess you'd call it bicameral government. I, I really don't know if you can answer. Is it more parliamentary is it, or is it more like us? Here, let, let's look that But up. he can reverse those with scandalous, corrupt elections like the one he just won in. All of a sudden, he can have the two camera, you know, the two uh, chambers to all to himself, as Chavez did. Remember, Chavez did the same thing. As soon as he got elected, he created a, a new name for the government, a new name for the country, changed the currency, made millions in the transfer and the change of the the currency, and got everybody to register driver's license and passports again because there's a new name for the country officially. He's able to document everybody, follow everybody, and boom. Today you have status communism, which I suspect that Lula, having seen what Chavez did, he's going to do the same thing. 
I mean, he already had two pretty good, strong terms, and then someone who followed him up after. Well, you believe he, you he believe has he... that he has that popular strength and following in the country. Well, he that if he had po- the ability to do, out, he has poverty is what he has. I'm looking right here that he lowered malnutrition by forty six percent. Okay, keep on going. Yeah. Um, so right. So in other words, when you're dirt he, poor and I give you a piece of steak, I've and I do it consistently enough at the expense of the state. I've got you out of poverty. Is that what you're saying? Well, no. Um, also here, um, apparently he got them out of debt and made them, a, like, uh, they started handing out loans to the point when he took over the country as well. Wasn't he bailed out as well? He's part of a big bailout? World he Bank. renewed IMF agreements. Right. So he got new loans from the IMF and the World Bank. Yeah. As everybody does. He's not... Well, He's not, he's not the Most only people think those are scams internationally. They are, of course they are. But you managed to make it work. No, it doesn't work. The Ponzi scheme continues. Um, everybody writes bigger, 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 bigger debts at the behest of the United States because, believe me, the United States is the first nation that wants everybody owing them money. No one ever pays back the United States. Even the Chinese, at least they pay them back by buying their government bonds so they can continue being in debt. Yeah, it became... I found that right here. I was looking for right here. Brazil became a net creditor in 2008 <coughs> under him. Remember the Bank of International Settlements. Always remember that. They trade those uh, notes. I don't know what you would call them. I don't know. They call them shekels for all I know. But there's notes that are called, that are given value, and it's based on your previous debts, and it's like the bank of all the banks, and you're only issued, and there's only a certain amount of countries that have credit in the International Bank of Settlements. And it's like this fictitious government without walls, banks without windows. It's one of these things. But you have to get, to become a, a creditor nation, that means you have to have paid back the United States. Could you find that data for us? Or was it just a new loan that's being paid in full? No, it's probably a new loan that's being paid on time. Because a lot of times, you might still owe me billions, but if you're making your payments, uh, you can loan money to other countries, especially countries that share borders with you. In the case of Brazil, that's probably what it what transpired. Sorry, okay, so I, what, I mean, what I found here is that his government achieved a satisfactory primary budget surplus in the first two years as required by the IMF agreement, exceeding the target for the third year. In late 2005, the government paid off its debt to the IMF in two years ahead of schedule. So it sounds like he made that money back. It sounds like he paid off his debt. Yeah. So that means that he got back whatever he gave up in in the International Bank of Settlements. International Bank of Settlements. He got that money back when he paid off his debt. Because you have to pledge these things. And these... I don't know what the currency is for the International Bank of There's a word for it. I don't know what the word is because it's like fictitious. It's like a basket of currencies that have value. But you are pledging some natural resource that is very prominent in your country. And if you don't pay these things, they have the right to those natural resources. I know that in Argentina, it's wheat and corn. And I imagine in Brazil, it's oil. I don't know what else Brazil has to offer other than... Rubber? 
Would they have a lot of plastics and rubber manufacturing? I think they have rubber trees there. Brazil has tons of stuff. It's kind of the difficult thing is that they they have all of this oxygen (laughs) that the world runs on. And then they have like a net plus of like... But I don't think rubber would be an international currency. It would probably be more likely oil because they found a lot of oil offshore. Cars are still using rubber tires, right? No, but you you can't trade that. It's not a commodity is what I wanted to say. Uh, even if you give them a bunch of rubber trees, you know, it's not. It's got to be something that can be turned into cash on the market to calm these banks into thinking they're going to get paid something. I know that uh, I really don't know the case in Brazil, so I'm talking out of line. I'm just going to let you spew whatever well, socialist <laughs> idea you have. Go ahead. Have you ever heard of Confessions of an Economic Hitman? I've never heard of Confessions of a... It's a really weird, interesting book. Um, I forget Why do you the w- have to say weird? Because there, a lot of claims are insubstantiated. Why don't you say that instead, instead of weird? Because I feel weird describes my feelings for it. That no, there, that's that there a- are interesting things about it that I like and that I'm not sure about. So okay. when I say weird... It's it's a lazy excuse to no, not it, explain what you just did. I mean, sure. Let, uh, the, let the audience know what you actually think. <laughs> weird is a, is a cop-out. That's why I don't like it on this show. I don't use it, the it, word it, weird unless I'm copying you. I tell you what I'm actually thinking. I can't explain some of the things I read in the book, and therefore that suffice. You don't have to say it's weird. Weird is everything. You're weird. I'm weird. We're all weird. Yeah, we Everything's are. Everything's weird. That's true. The, so is Joe Biden's administration. That's weird. And Trump, Trump, Trump was fantastically weird, though. I think Trump was a very fun president, given how weird he was. That he was not your typical well-behaved wasp. Or diplomatic. Or diplomat, which was why everyone had fun following him for and those four years. And didn't spend any money except for put gas on his plane to become elected president. Didn't have to raise money. Wasn't owned by any special interest group. Actually undermined a lot of big industries on behalf of... Uh, trade tariffs and, and farmers to- totally were, killed Soleimani though to get the loyalty of Republicans. Absolutely made us very very happy. Something that the Joe Biden or Obamas didn't have the guts to do. That guy had to go down bad. Same with a bunch of mullahs that you can't really get. But if you can get a guy in Iraq roaming around in a in conquered territory, you definitely take him out. I mean, you're going to tell me if we don't have, you know, on a drone strike, Putin's head. We shouldn't fire the cannon? We should. As much as I dislike Putin, I think sometimes that only makes more problems. Well, in the case of his head, we can honestly say here on WSQF Blink Radio 94.5. I mean, we took the shot for Gaddafi and Saddam, and I think those did not end up so well. I think it's, a you know. Because we missed. We didn't miss. We, we took out Gaddafi. Yeah, but 20 years after the, after shooting at him. We, we 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 got Raymond, we got Saddam Ray- to get his public trial, and you know. So I usually feel kind of that how do I also, say that was also uh, ten years too late. I I would just say like I'm not never, I'm we, not for just not I'm not totally against disposing of certain it's dictatorial. Called de- it's called deposing, deposing. I'm not, not for dis- disposing yes. of certain dictators. Dictators. I just feel sometimes there's the consequences are worse than their role. Yeah, and I feel as in what, Cuba, if, right? Yeah, no. People starving without vitamin C, and your mom here having you. I guess that was a good thing because now I have you here <laughs> on WSUFRadio.com. I was about to say the the guy before Batista. Uh, 
Fulgencio Batista, uh, his only big mistake was he already had done his time, and he was already exiled the United States with his wealth. Why he went back to power in 1952 against Eisenhower's urgings to stay home here in the States was really set you know, the island of Cuba back 60-something years. Um, he defied America, and Eisenhower turned his blind eye to him while he was in power, because he told him not to, when he uh, overthrew Carlos uh, Prio Socarras. And the story tells an awful story of the greatest people most involved in the independence of the United States, now stuck behind Alcatraz by someone in the inside. Remember, we had the Platt Amendment that said that if after the United States walked away from Cuba on the condition that if anybody comes back to take you guys, we'll, we'll here to defend you. And that never happened because Castro was from the inside. Even though it was a foreign, foreign aggression that, that led him to power or harnessed him in some bizarre way, because there was uh, an agreement that was... Are we this, talking about the July 27th movement? I'm actually bifurcating your Sula argument. You want to you go back to Brazil? Because I can go down No, there. it's fine, because um, this is interesting. Um, yeah, there's, there's... Is this a, about the July 27th movement? Because historical records usually show that uh, the pueblos had really taken a liking to his very extrajudicial treatment of some of the people who would roam that side of the country. Okay, you hey. said you said they who what uh, the audience Castro. You know, it's very important you say that name. It, Castro did what? Um, Ned Castro and his revolutionaries, along with Che, were really nailing the kind of backed people from Batista. You know, who what, were, you, you know what I noticed about you, and it's from your youth, and you you've got to learn to study backstories before you make your assessment because you're like taking the the reach already the leap. Both those two freaks were young novices at revolution, at war, at commander of battle. They lost all their battles. They were skirmishes where they would kill two or three guardsmen on military bases and call those battles. They were not. They were profiteers of a propaganda machine that started way before. Notice when I tell you, I go as far back as... Eisenhower, annoyed. Remember, Eisenhower had gone through World War One. I, I mean, World War Two, and Korea. He was battle tested. He was. Some people say the only fifth star general in the United States because the rest were four star generals. Uh, he was exhausted, and he, of course, shut down the Korean War. So the last thing he wanted to do was war right here, right here. And then he uh, had a vice president who was married into his family who ran for president and lost in 1960. I mean, Eisenhower deserves credit for stopping MacArthur from using nukes in Korea. I, I will I definitely I applaud. I, I applaud anybody who doesn't want to use nukes past the initial bombing of Japan. Like, see, see how you go, you go past? It would be North Korea today. It would be like Japan. No, it didn't matter. The 20% of the population was already killed from the Korean War. Okay. It'd be a unified Korea Peninsula. China would be freaking out right now because they would have a massive South Korea, what is South Korea's GDP, staring at their border. And guess what? The only problem I do see with that is that a lot more Chinese would try to be crossing that border at their own peril. But that's a act. I, I just feel like a big problem militarily with the United States' psyche is other people dropping the bomb. It, uh. 
I'm all against other people dropping the bomb as well. I think I don't want another nuke dropped. Well, we both can agree on the human side of that, yes. But I feel like America has a big psychological problem because it's even like not even conservatives. I've seen this in the liberal press. Hello, you guys are bombing the hell out of uh, Ukraine right now by arming them to the teeth. The very party that's claimed to be peace, love and happiness. But like on Meet the Press, um, who is the guy who's there? Um, I don't like to meet the press. Okay, no, I. Who who is the dude in charge of Meet the Press right now? But essentially, the the press is that what you mean? Meet the press. It's a show. It's meet the depressed. <laughs> they basically um, were saying that we did not lose um, this war. Like, we did not lose Afghanistan. Not That didn't happen at all. And it's like, you look yeah, back right, in American... Yeah, we didn't Vietnam either. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it, there's a real problem in American history, the way we look at it, that we do not admit when we do not win wars. We did not admit, you know, perhaps we didn't lose Korea, but we did certainly not win it, you know. Gosh, no one ever... We've never won any of our wars. None of them, except for... Chuck Chuck Todd, yeah. Chuck Todd was saying that we didn't lose Afghanistan, you know. We keep talking about, oh, we don't we don't lose these wars, you know. We never go with the intent of winning them. We just go with the intent of feeding a huge military apparatus that is in the billions of yeah. billions. And we secure the talent of those who can make this stuff, keep them fighting for. Our side, I've made that point to you like five straight shows. It will always hold to be true, which leads me to this point that I thought of today. But I, 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 want, I want to make this point real fast. We is are that nothing. We're not even a country anymore. We're just a marketplace to get rich. I would completely agree with that. Elon Musk is another story of an immigrant who comes to America and gets rich. That's. I would completely agree with that. But however, I want to say that we have a denial problem because when we including, don't when we family. don't admit when we don't win Korea when we don't like we go into Vietnam we and then win, we, we, can, we can't win. admit we didn't like we don't go in with the, well yeah you're right we don't never admit that we f- we failed to accomplish the objective long term but history has proven time and time again the United States has not entered wars to win them because they can't even say they won World War II because we know who won World War II no. The facts bleed that out. Bleed that out. I, I think we Stalin. and the Russians. No, we both did. No, we, no, we 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 made a lot better hand than the Russians Come on that. On, the Russians clean, actually had up. some of their. The Russians had to burn a good amount of their infrastructure to defeat the Nazis. They did Leningrad. It was so victorious. America it, did not lose anything. We sold the weapons, and then we got the comment. We got to come in. We got to come in and, and clean up duty in Normandy. But that doesn't mean you won the war. That means you clean up duty. So much so, you can see it in the Treaty of Paris. When it when Europe is split up after the fall of the Nazis, you can see that the Soviets took all the good stuff. East Germany, all the Slavic countries, all the brains. And what did they give us? The fish. Well, Greece. They got the Italy, brain drain. Italy, You're right. All the welfare states became our allies. To this very day. And guess what? If it wasn't for Helmut Kohl, the Prime Minister of Germany, who moved really quick when the Berlin Berlin Wall fell, if it wasn't for his expedient uh, reality to take on the slums of East Germany and make it all of Germany, they couldn't fund the, the, the EU today with their Dutch mark that they were willing to give up for the euro. I mean, See what I mean? It's all about the money. 
But that's the thing. Europe was only a superpower because they had taken all of this other land and resources from other countries. That's not Europe, true. Europe is not that big itself. Hello? Europe is it's not only, that big. It's only a powerful country because of its strict alliance with the United States well, of now, America. Exactly now. Well, but like historically, the reason we're going to talk about this European decline was because all of these empires had vanished. Uh, what, what's France admits it's not going to be a major world player without its colonies in Africa, which they still have. Well, you mean for natural resources? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's kind of the problem of Europe. That's why they need the EU, because they need to be able to stay competitive in some way. And part of that is being a tourist attraction. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, you know, you make a good point. <laughs> I can't even debate that. Because all I see is my friends all over Europe uh, posting on Instagram telling me how sophisticated they are and how much money they have to travel. I haven't been to a foreign country since, uh, I think, 2009. What was the last time I was when, Once you know your way around America, like, there's a lot to get out of the country. Uh, there's I, a lot to get out I, of it. I drove from Miami all the way to San Francisco in the summer of 83, or maybe 82, maybe 83, one of those two years. And I remember how incredibly intense and glorious it was. I was a young gun. I was in a 280Z. Remember the day of the Datsun 280Zs? I drove one of those, a clunker, and we were going to fix it when we got to San Francisco. Uh, I was dropping him off, my my co my co-patriot, and his name was Ben Brigger. Ben, if you're out there, you know this is recorded, so come to this site. You know you know about the radio station. I've seen you once in the last 30 years, and uh, I told you that I had built this radio station. You never came here to see it, but. Nevertheless, you went back to San Francisco with your tail between your legs because you were not living in Miami. But anyway, uh, he sold the car. He kept all the money. You know, we just had a great time. We used the uh, AAA uh, Cryptix uh, uh, service I had on my AAA because they plotted our course. And we used the baseball schedule. And we went to the cities that had home baseball games. So it was like watching baseball live across the country. Including the USFL first ever Super Bowl. How about that? And that was in football. That was, I believe, in Denver that year. Pretty cool. But anyway, as I was saying, since Stalin's tanks were already in Europe, you can see how FDR saying, oops, I guess you're not going to give us any of those properties because we can't uh, get them I mean, from you because your tanks are right there. You know what we did in Italy, right? Uh, we should have gave them Il- Italians. In the, we... We granted them independence as long as there was no Communist Party. It was one of the things the United States had done there. Was that in the Marshall Plan? Because I uh, Yes. We would bail them out. They would be independent, but no Communist Party. What other contingencies were there? Um, I've had to look, but I know this for a fact because the anarchists... No, your, your, your dream come true. No weapons. <laughs> Period. Maybe a hunting rifle, but no one could have a gun in Europe as per the Marshall Plan. You know what the Marshall Plan was really about, which is going to happen now in the Ukraine? So for my intelligence audience out there, you're listening to this show, and you're a Fortune 500 kind of guy who loves the market and your financial whiz, start looking for companies that are going to be involved in the redevelopment of what's going to be left of Ukraine after they lose a big chunk of it, because that's what the peace. The peace will be decided over the warm water ports of of the Crimea, uh, the Crimea, Crimean Peninsula. If Ukraine can at least get half of it back, so that they each have uh, equal amount of port, 
and it, it might get resolved. But in the if they don't, the war is going to wage on. But someone's got to rebuild that country. The issue is, is that Russia can. Guess who's already behind the rebuilding of Ukraine? To show you that the United States is a marketplace to get rich. It has nothing to do with patriotism. Or efficient government. Or small government. It's pretty obvious with the last omnibus bill that but was passed. I, I, I think you've admitted did something pretty... Did you hear pretty, me? Yeah, I did. But I think Black Rock. Black, Black Rock's Rock. all over Ukraine. I think you've admitted something interesting. That uh, anarchists no. eventually get their way, yes. I think We're all in food lines, you too, but I'm serving. I think you've admitted something interesting that we could perhaps see eye to eye on something. Is that um, I think young people have a gripe that America does not quite feel like a country. That it feels much more like a marketplace. You guys want it, so you want it, and now you have it. You have unanswerable grievances that I talk about on the fiscals. But don't you want it to be a country, too? I've always wanted it to be a country, but that it's not defendable anymore. It, it isn't. Because I know what it takes to defend this country, and until we see the enemy flying above us, dropping on us, we're not going to get it. We have some severe... It's going to go down in history as the most... Saddest day in human existence when we voted ourselves out of existence on several occasions. First with Barack Obama. No, first with John F. Kennedy in 1960, and then Barack Obama, and then this, this bozo. It's very, very sad. Why? Because what rang true in this country more than anything else is fear of success and envy. Because you don't even have to like Donald Trump. No, I, I don't Time even... out. You don't even have to like Donald Trump. All you have to know during his presidency, that you saw prosperity and he was never coming over for dinner. That's it. That's all you had to know. Those two things would have had him reelected and we would have been in energy independence to the point of 89 cents a gallon or $1.50 a gallon, $25 you a barrel. You guys keep talking about the gas prices have gone kind of back to normal. They have not. They, they've gone down from how tight they used to be at no. the beginning of Biden's presidency. There you go. Yeah. With your, I don't have a piece of steak. You give me a piece of steak and all of a sudden you cured poverty. I already know where you're coming from. But, That's no, ridiculous. But it, 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 it's this money sir, groveling attitude that has predated in the state since the 80s that has turned America you into a marketplace. Know, and I don't know what energy independence is. We never had it. You because it doesn't exist. It does. we got more oil under our ground than in the entire world. But we can't build stuff anymore from one country. You know what we That's can not do? how the world works anymore. We have to tap every single drop we have, put up all the, all the windmills that you want, not that I want, but just to satisfy you, create every freaking battery you can think of and make the biggest holes of the, these mines are the bigger than, than countries. And the batteries are now, they're now making recyclable battery, lithium batteries. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. Find, so. a way, find a way to dispose of all this crap, too. Oh, my God. You know what an Elon Musk's electronic car, when it no longer takes charge, they have a right to not accept it as a trade-in. It's not an automatic right that you're able to trade in the car for a new Tesla that does take a charge. Think about that, folks. You've been duped out of pure envy and disgust for a man who had harsh tweets. Guess what? The harshest and the most vulgar people are the most honest ones. He was an honest man, the only man who lost money as president. All of the presidents made money, including all their congressional delegations. They all get rich in there. Republican, Democrat. Believe me, I've come, I've come to grips after watching this bill to have four and a half million people coming over these four years and for no money to go to the border other than to house them. <laughs> and 
a bunch of retiring Republicans. You know, but those what, people who are crossing here's here's the thing that doesn't make sense for thing. Republicans. Here's the thing that doesn't make sense for Republicans is that the people who cross that border are the ones who are working the hard agriculture jobs no one wants to you work. You know how long that'll take before you can even say something like that? Another 10 years. We saw Mariel. Everybody claimed they were going to be doing something. It was crime. But they are. No. I, I know people who Miami live in these I know people who live in these small towns. They they'll politically incorrectly tell me Oh, they're all Mexican. Oh, they're all El Salvador. Like, oh, they're all this group. And this is these communities become primarily Spanish speaking as a result. Less than 10% of all those people will go end up working at a cannery or a farm. That's a fact. It'll always be that. Why? The average person doesn't want to be bent over picking anything, no matter where they're from. As a place of last recourse, yes. I have a very good friend of mine who I became affiliated with um, as a result of the Stop the Steel rally. I became, get to know him and stuff like that. He was the son of a Mexican, sorry, farmer from El Salvador who crossed the border legally, but crossed the border nevertheless, got papers, became legal. I don't know how much time went by. Maybe they, they were illegal at one time. But he ended up serving his country, this nation, and he's an American citizen today. And he says, I didn't farm. That means I went into the military so I would never have to farm. That's my point. But still, the military is another job that no one wants to do anymore. I agree, and it's, and it's a minimum paying job. I agree. Yeah. It's very sad. So that, that's kind of the reality yeah. is that the right wants, to, like, a good portion of the right wants to get mad about these immigrants because it's illegal because it's against the law it suppresses the the, but, the salary of the middle class holy moly was so, so hard for you to understand no it, it's very easy for me to understand middle class because here, here here's the reality is that i'm going to say this this is how the democrats and many people on the left are wrong luckily bernie's not because he's been very consistent about this he's is that there illegal. needs to be he's easier paths to citizenship there people, shouldn't be any path except what the law says is the path yeah, and that needs to be changed to make it easier because these people still want to come here and do the back-breaking, really harsh jobs that most people do not want to do. No. Yes. They do not seek those jobs. They just want in here. That's it. Yeah, and they're going to do those jobs as a result. So, yeah, like I said, 10 to 20%. So we shouldn't be we should be making the path the pathway to citizenship much easier as a result because Here's the thing. Most Americans, when they look at the border situation, I think they have a, a great amount of common sense where they hear this explained to them by elites where it's like, no, we need them to essentially exploit them for cheap labor. Right. That, and, that's going to become awfully true when we have to bring all the business back from China. All of it, not some of it. But it has to appear like some of it, some of it, some you know of it, some of it for the next hundred years. I'd, if, be, I'd be back. I, I'd be OK with that. I'd be okay with bringing Therefore, it back. Therefore, open the border so we give them the jobs instead of the Americans who's starving. Right now, as we speak, people are starving out there. American citizens, because of those illegals. Who oh, are not because of the illegals. Yes, oh, you, come on. You can't. You can't oh, come on. This is, what happens, <laughs> this is what happens with liberals. They immediately say, oh, none of those people are terrorists until the bomb goes. Can I afford for you to be wrong? I cannot. But we have terrorists of every single skin color so and every what? single so ethnic background. So what? That doesn't mean you can have an open border just because we have not We're not we're not endorsing an open border. You That's are. not what we're saying. No, we're talking you about a pass to citizenship. You can't, you can't no. say 
what you just said, when right now, the easiest path to citizenship is to cross the border. That's it. And that's a because person. companies are paying for this. They're all you don't think the companies that are backing Donald Trump's, uh, like Goya or Purdue, those are the companies that have been caught multiple times hiring migrant workers. Those I, are the same ones that I, do back I, Republican candidates who are harsh on the border, I don't who deny, want this. I don't deny what you just said, except for that they're Trump supporters. You have no proof that the Democrats are not so involved. They're probably backing. They're probably backing Democrats too. Absolutely. But the but the reality is is that the Republican platform. Migrant it, workers it, don't support. No, anybody. it's an entire facade. It's the, the it's facade, acting tuck. It's the act, facade is the eleven filibuster proof Senate. It's acting Democrats tough on have. an issue that Americans with common sense see that they're being told by liberal politicians. I will admit that a contradictory and nonsensical attitude about this, then Republicans will get on there and say, yeah, we're going to do something about this. However, then they quickly appeal to the far-right base and admit this is about just straight-up stopping people who look less like them or don't talk their language into the country. So, BS. we are sat with, well, an, can, we're well, sat can, with a very real issue that both mainstream parties do not have real solutions to. Most Americans have common sense, and they all say the same thing. Easier path to citizenship. They don't mind the people coming to the country. What they're mad about is that they're coming is, in illegally. It, it's the easiest path to citizenship is expiring your visa or crossing the border. Plain and simple, and that is status quo. The rest is easy. Getting cash paid jobs, house cleaning, working in canneries, uh, Democratic cattle ranchers, Republican cattle ranchers, whatever you want to freaking call them. But the wealth in this country is under the hands of the status liberal. On Wall Street, in the press, and in government. Like it or not, you guys have had your way. In the process of liberals having your way, people who think like you, act like you, and somehow are informed, or misinformed, I should say, understand this one thing. Government and the United States are mixed together in a 22 to $25 trillion economy, making the government about 38% of it. That makes it the third largest economy in the world, all run by liberals. And guess what? As a result of decades of that, us Republicans, as we just recently saw, are worse than the Democrats because they're lying and stealing too. Only they're doing it behind a veil of piety and of fishing government. It's a racket. The $1.7 trillion bill is proof. Not a single dollar for the wall. And seven or eight retiring Republican senators allowed it to be so. When they could have just held out and waited for the, the House to, to form as it is today without a speaker. But stopping Biden's budget in his tracks. And gets, he, instead he gets to sign a $1.7 trillion debt-ridden budget with $100 billion already spent on Ukraine. With the support of the anti-war party, the Democrats, who obviously understand that the Republicans were pro-war for quite some time. Republicans have been pro-war since World War II because they were anti-war back then. I mean, oh, it, well, it really depends are. what branch of Republicanism you're talking about. I don't like to break them up like that because you like to call fire. I do, because I think the neocons, the neocons, the neocons, in defense to libertarians... 
In defense to libertarian Republicans, libertarian Republicans are more likely to be anti-war. That's why I was one of them. I'll even remember, um, who's that guy with the big mustache on Fox News? Oh, uh, Bolton. No, 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 no. Um, not Bolton. Um, he has the biggest mustache he does. of them all. He, Bolton has a big mustache, but this guy's a correspondent. I think it's like... Big mustache correspondent. Don't know. I don't want to say Stossel. Now, yeah, Stossel's a big mustache, but he's uh, libertarian. Yeah, exactly. I remember Stossel... Let me, I'm double-checking it because I do not like yeah, any fact. Do- it was Stossel. Stossel had told someone on Fox and Friends, uh, you didn't like a war... You didn't see... You have never seen a war that you didn't like. And I, I would say, like... That's who, an attitude I who think was is... He, uh, who was he referencing? He, he was on Fox and Friends. Um, no, but who was he referencing? Um, Interesting. But he is the libertarian of all libertarians. He's still got a good show. It's a shame he's not on Fox. Here, I remember that. I had to stumble on his stuff, and I really enjoy watching it every single time. He's very keen, very articulate, and he, I think he represents the libertarian movement quite well. I just like it that he's consistent with his values. He's not a party hack. He's definitely not a Republican Party hack. He really, he really distrusts the Democrats. Um, because there, there is communism. I mean, the Democratic Party has become more communist than ever, and it's so damn obvious. They act like a commie. They support government like commies. They lie like commies. They steal like commies. And then, before you know it, they're supporting massive war. After saying they were for peace and love and happiness. But Lie. let's be straight. Uh, they giving push armaments to the Ukraine is not doing a war. That is arming an ally. There are going to be side effects of this, such as weapons falling into other countries and other hands, putting our weapons in an How area. How many soldiers do you think American soldiers are in the Ukraine right now? Do you think they're there? There they are. They have to train these people how to use these stu- this stuff. Therefore, they have to use binoculars, and they probably have to be armed. They have to be. You can't go in there not armed. How many do you think? Because I really don't know what the number is, but to cross the border from a NATO country into Ukraine for, for help and assistance, just, it's, you, know, you take off your sweater, man. That's it. Think about it. Now, I'm not talking about armed mercenaries, because I've only heard about 100 of those, but I'm not about hardcore CIA, DIA operatives that know what 250. they're 250. 250 people? I think... More like 2,500 people. I imagine that you would just need one to teach. Notice, notice how disgusting of a marketplace that we are, that we really don't even want Ukraine to win. We want them to settle. Because we would have given them planes that they can fly like that. And then we don't. We don't want them to win. Fly the planes. Yeah, I, I, I would a, agree with that. Being drop a, a bunch of bombs in Russia. And you see how quickly Putin acts differently because the people will turn on him when they see the bombs on their side. Right now, they only believe... People are already turning on Putin. Yeah, but not enough to depose him because the propaganda isn't overachieved. You know how many people are they turning... Can't post, they they can't even many, protest against him. How many people are turning on Biden after deposing Trump in this so-called election? How many... Not many. Who cares? The CNN is still cranking out lies. ABC, CBS, they're all cranking out lies. And the average person thinks that I'm crazy. You know, so what the hell? I mean, you are crazy for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Believe me, I've heard that so many times only because I was right. My reality, which goes to my parallel, I'm probably the only guy in America that can honestly say this. There's a direct parallel in what I did here in this community. A really expensive truth on my part in relationship to 
But that does not make you an expert in geopolitics. But it like you, you and I have background knowledge. You and I have like I want to say, probably a master's or even PhD level in understanding of history. But we are not tacticians. We can simply look at other uh, stuff that has happened in other me, countries. You're giving me way too much credit. I'm not. If you're giving me a master's degree. On certain fields. I'm just a lucky man who did some cool things that really played itself out. Uh, and today, it's very parallel to what played out with Donald J. Trump. And I I'm mean, the only my, man my real concern that. about um, putting more weapons into other countries is that we've seen how this backfires with the Mujahideen, which was another Russian target. Yeah, they failed and we did. What? They failed. What do we do? We go in there too, just like the French went into Vietnam. We went back there. We got our butts whipped by the by the Viet Cong, and uh, Putin, not Putin. Well, I think at the beginning of Putin uh, went into Afghanistan, got his ass whipped, and we went in there and did the same thing. We got our ass whipped. Only this time, we armed the hell out of the Taliban, and we released five of them from the jail by yours truly, Barack Obama's famous five, and they're running the show over there. My I mean, God, this is disgusting. They were going to outlast us. Of course, I've got a lot more. They were going to outlast us, and I, I think the same thing. The war of attrition, yeah. Oh, but that's the same thing that's going to happen with Russia and Ukraine. Is Ukraine needs to simply outlast the Russians? They won't. Why do you think that? Because it, the, Ukraine will be destroyed. It'll just be a bunch of women running around. There'll be no more men. Putin, if he's not deposed, my friend, he's going to just crush Ukraine to the point where I, I would like to see that. But it's we got to be smart about this. How is Putin going to be deposed? Because you can simply not really engage so openly with another nuclear country. I mean, hell, countries just trying to take defensive stances <clears throat> already has Putin threatening nukes. I think you should be more worried about the obvious, which is our mistake because you guys are the you guys are freaks. You have misguided loyalties throughout your history of p- politics. If you would have stayed out of Ukraine. Let those things settle themselves in a, in a very disgusting manner because it's going to happen. But point all your rockets at China. If China makes a move on Taiwan, and you just got to hope that the coronavirus is really widespread there. And maybe that- Wait, you're, you're, go- you're going to need to beat me because I'm quoting someone. Who was that state official agent who said um, FDU? FDU? Yeah. There was a, an American agent found fomenting protests in Ukraine, I think around 2013. I remember hearing about this. Oh, man, you can't throw all that to the audience and have them not licking their chops because I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking it up. Because th- this is, this is the event people talk about. This is what we and I was wonder- here for. I-, I was wondering if this is what you're referencing. No, I'm not. No, I'm not versed okay. in the geopolitical realities of Ukraine and the Soviet Union other than Clinton convincing okay. the previous presidents of Ukraine to abandon their nuclear weapons as a result of the fall of the Berlin Wall and the the breaking up of the Soviet Union. Clinton uh, convinced the Ukraine, hey, we'll process, we'll get you moving forward into NATO if you just give up your weapons and give them back. Okay, and guess, th- who, th- guess who started that? Hold Lord, on, I found the name. I found the name. No, I found that. the name of the person who was. But looking guess for. who started that? You realize if Ukraine had not given back their nuclear arsenal when the breakup of the Soviet Union, this war would not happen. Well, guess who diplomatically started the forays to get the previous presidents 
Oh, I'm for every country. Well, they having- were Russian, by the way, because the, the original Ukrainian president in the divide of the Soviet Union was a Russian hack. I, I'm not going to say their last names because they all sound the same to me. Proshensko, it was the one before him. People had died in the Ukraine already. But it was George Bush Sr. who said to Ukraine, give up your nukes. We'll let you into NATO after that for your protection. It never happened. Look what it's turned into. Oh, no. Every co- I, here's my But Clinton is the actual one who take. pursued it. Clinton could have said, Bush, you were wrong on this one. I've already gone through something similar in Serbia, and we're not going to let this happen again. Instead, he did nothing. These presidents don't have the power we think they do. Trump found that out really quickly. Wow. That's why he was annoyed at all those reports he would get from the CIA every morning. He didn't believe a word they were telling him. It turns out they weren't telling him the truth. So you can imagine how many other presidents weren't told the truth either. That's my point. The United States has become a marketplace to get rich. It's not a place to uphold, preserve, border, defend, fight to your death. Unfortunately, it's really sad. It's so much money here, so much circulating here. You literally can become your number one trading partner of the United States, the number one trading partner. How much more extreme is this? That's why I don't like when you say far right. I know what far left is, communism. But far right, there is no such thing. Oh, yes, there is. No. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Every Republican. Come on, don't play denial here. No, man. Don't play denial. You're you're doing that right now. No. When we look at someone like Viktor Orban or Putin, these are far right. Yes, they are. No, it isn't. They've dismantled democracy. They kill all of their political opponents. These are nationalist autocrats who enforce a cultural value of a norm upon their citizens through the state. You're trying to mix authoritarianism with republicanism. No, I'm not. You also no, you're not. No, I'm not. No, you're I'm also not. accusing nope. republicans of being fascist. That's communism. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Or authoritarian governments are what they are. No. Just like Francisco Franco no. and, and no, Pinochet. But, but they I, were anti-communists but you're gonna, no, you're who were fascists. Quote, you're going to quote Franco to hear you write me? No, right, here just, right now? Because here's the thing. Look the at republicans Orban. had allied with the anarchists in the Spanish Civil War. This shows that not all Republicans are fascists. No, it only shows that anarchists were anti-communists, so they aligned with them. No, because Republicanism was progressive for Spain because it was still a kingdom. No. Yes. It was anti-communist. Okay? I know that was the kingdom of Spain against an insurgent, homegrown insurgency, against people who wanted to change. This meant the communists, the Republicans, and the anarchists all alike. Yes. That's not true. This is from I'm from that faction. I'm blue blood from Catalonia. I have descendants that were directly aligned to the political movements in the separation of Catalonia from Spain. And they detested what was coming. So they aligned themselves, gave up after bloodshed, of course, after the Civil War. They gave up and realized, you know, Franco, eh, even though he came and kicked our ass and screwed up this whole Civil War thing, uh, we're not going to get what we want. We're not going to be separate. We're going to keep on speaking Catalan. And the Basques, we're going to call us continue speaking Catalan, we're going to all speak Spanish too, and we're going to keep this united because the communists are worse. And I will send you the link how a descendant of mine, Francesc Cambo, Francesc with a C, not Francisco, Francesc, who was the founder of one of the parties, Occidental parties, I believe, uh, who wanted to separate from Spain, realized 
uh, he was wrong because the communists were worse. And Francisco Franco kept the, the Iberian Peninsula together, of course, with the exception of Portugal. I, so, I would not equate all communists on the same level of Stalin. I think Tito, for example, was a pretty good one. He aligned with communists. He kept Yugoslavia together, but they were a fractions of all these countries. I don't know how Albania didn't fall into that, but it was such a poor country. Albania really bootlicked for Russia. So yes, they did. Yeah, they were at borders with Kosovo and um, and the other countries within what is now Yugoslavia. I mean, what is used to be Yugoslavia. I understand that, but you keep on saying this far right thing. Republicans are but there are far right people. Why are you playing denial of this? Why you're you know doing why? that right now? Because you're throwing me into the basket of no. People I'm who not. I'm not. I never said you were. I believe we don't have these factions. The ones that yes, we do. No, the ones that we do have that are very. You had Enrico Tario on your show. That man is an ally to the far right. Oh my God! That's I just. I invited him to the show so that I can show the audience that he was a black guy and Biden was calling him a oh, white supremacist. Oh, you can be black and far right. Uh, you can, can be, be black and far right. That, yeah, isn't you the can. Reason, that isn't the reason why he was brought here. He was brought here because I wanted to show physically that he was a black man and he couldn't possibly be a white supremacist. And and all he talked about was they were a, they were a drinking club. And guess what? They they go out to fight counter protesters. Yes, yes. Okay. they go out to fight people. So this is and they were embedded this is, and they were embedded by the FBI long ago. That just came out publicly. Yeah, but like this is a group that has tactics reminiscent of Mussolini's brown shirts. Small, Absolutely, you make them so important. They weren't. I'm not saying they're important. I'm saying that yeah, this is a, re- a far right. group. That's a reach. That's a no. Reach. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. I, I would happily say people who are part of anarchist groups that join Antifa are far left. I would say that in a heartbeat. I would say that without any shame, that these are people in my camp who are too far gone. I would say in my time in anarchist circles, they look at anyone who wants any sort of law as a fascist. And there are my people, point there is are people the in the right... The right groups are not in the Republican Party. That's it. They're not. They are. Period. They are. They're not even... Dude, reg- Trump not, just met with even- Nick Fuentes and Kanye West. Great, great. And, and he looked at he looked at Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes, everyone can look this up, is a Holocaust denier. He's very vocal but about it. you make him out to be someone. He's another twit. I mean, He's a twit. On. Sure, but Trump looked was in a room with him and said, you're one of those people to the very oh, far so right. Oh, you're doing the David Duke thing all over again. Big because it's freaking deal. It's, oh, no, 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 no. You amor- can't just play denialism it's, here. Um, you can't. It's, it's am- part of your party. And it's something that the That's right like has me. to work on. It's, it's like me talking about the Democrats and, and Communist Chavez, the labor union leader on the Mexican William border. William F. Buckley made it his duty to rid these people out of the Republican platform now around the now 60s. You're at, now you're bringing Buckley in. A, uh, yes, because Buckley talks about this being a factor in the right wing, is that they are these far-right elements. One of his proudest accomplishments was ridding anti-Semites from the Republican Party. And it's just simply to think that it's, I get it. It's not fun to look at your side and notice that there are wackos and freaks. It's not fun to have to not shake hands with certain people who might be useful to you. But that's the problem the Republicans are having right now, is that they open the door and you have all of sorts of unsavory characters in. You have, you know, and it's sometimes it's hard to differentiate who's someone who's the responsible gun owner. I, what, I was fine with your statement until that last one. Because it's hard well, there, to differentiate. It just no, because you have to make this effort. It's part of politics. You have to. I have listen. I've had people who are Stalinists. I I know them. 
And these are people who are like, no, no, what, what happened in Ukraine with the grain is a lie, so on and so on. Stalin never did anything bad. I've even had people who call themselves leftists who have defended Stalin's alliance with Hitler. So when I go over to the right wing and I see that these unsavory characters are appearing, okay. like you got, you got, uh, to, you uh, have to point, make a point. But that if there were alliance, what, what was a schism between the two for one that made the other? But the point is, is that would you handle that? Handle that issue. You made the statement. If they were so aligned, as you claim, this is the, my point. If they were so aligned. If Stalin and Hitler were so aligned. What got them to follow? How to falling out? And war broke out, where Stalin went in there and whipped his butt. Oh, because Nazi Germany was very much interested in proving it was the most powerful country in the world. No, there was no wasn't. way they were going to ally with his, anyone. It was the Nazis' mistake to go into Leningrad. And exhausted all his resources. Oh, yeah, I agree. But I want, I want to talk about this because this is important. He made that mistake. So by the time we come around in northern France, on Normandy, the Nazis were already uh, gone. They were gone as a force. They were gone as a man, as manpower. The war waged on for, uh, what, I don't know how many years, uh, one, one or two more years, but they were exhausted already. Stalin had kicked their butts. That's my point. When you talk about far left and far right, you're just making mediocre uh, mediocre political conversations about two groups of people that neither one of them neither get power nor maintain power all they do is create death and destruction yes if if you're going to ask me that do I think the media focus too much on these characters you a- are you're talking no, about absolutely them. I would say that they do focus now too- I do have a problem well, with far right and the, and the, and so you admit they're real I, I don't. I that, never, that's all I wanted to no, hear was that there is a far no, right, that there are some right wing characters I you would never, not associate with. I never talk about these loons, just like I never ever talk about AOC. They're loons too. I don't talk about them. You, I don't no, no, because here's the thing is that you have to admit there's a section of the right, as there is a section of the left, who engage in war crime denial, who engage in advocation for violence against all their political enemies you know who what, do not you know like democracy or what your your mere mentioning of the obvious the pointing out the obvious gives them political legitimacy and you create a political faction for them no but you are willing to talk about the existence of the far left no, as a legitimization I'm there, I'm to empower your own side when right com- when you comes, have to say time out when it say, comes to the left we have American communists in this country as far back as the uh, 1950s. They've been undermining Americans from the get-go. By 1950s? Con- 1950s, they started taking over the public. I would say they were probably around like the 1930s and 20s. They had no and political- then they fell apart. And now you do have some people with communist sympathies. Nah, 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 Bernie, understood. I would say Bernie and AOC have communist sympathies, but they themselves are not communists. And they're, 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 who lit up? Who lit, up, who lit up the Empire State with Sula's uh, with uh, Sula's victory? It's bad out here. It's not that bad on the right. It's just not that bad, dude. It's pretty bad on the right. Why? Why? You guys actually control a political party on the left side. It actually controls the Democratic Party because it requires very little effort to convince the unemployed to have an unanswerable grievances. Now you got another three million coming our, our way that soon will become Democrat. Get free Do stuff. you not think race relations are a problem right now? No, they're not. Totally really? made up. We just, really? Yeah, we just re- really. Yes. 
No. That's denialism. I'm, I'm just going to no, call no, that no. straight out. That's denialism. You're a proga- uh, propagandist. I'm not a propagandist. I've just seen you know that there I, are you tensions know around you this know, country. Well, you, know, you know, the tensions were created by the American left in the press in Barack Obama's presidency to this very day. Have you ever talked to a black person about their experiences? Yes, and guess what? Guess not what? from a middle class background. They feel like they're the luckiest people, black people on the face of the planet. The vast majority of them, including my old real estate partner, my old painting partner, he also feels very fortunate. And for the first time, the guy who broke that glass ceiling and explains why the left is propagating race relations again, because your generation is completely contaminated with racism, 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 racism. Hey, there's a lot of people who don't want to intermarry. Are they racist? Don't yes. Want, yeah. See what I mean? That's that is a racist position. If no, you do not want people, to, That's a no, you do, you yourself do not have. Here's the thing: if you have seen someone that like you want to marry, and they happen to be your same race, that's one thing. But if you are advocating some sort of like ethnic purity, then yeah, that is racism. Eh, that's all malarkey. Okay, uh, I remember my in, in my in my family wishing my son. It took like five Wishing days of straight rioting to, to get the Cuban. guys who killed George Floyd to be found guilty and tried. That's literally what it took. Because okay. we've seen so many... Like, okay, here comes the rabbit hole. You understand that George Floyd was not a fugitive from justice, but it was a convicted felon, was banging his head on the street so profusely because of the affects of the drug he was under. He was banging his head on the gate, or sorry... What's the barrier inside the police car? He's banging himself so hard there, too, that those videos are all over the Internet. They're not easy to find, but they're all over the Internet. He was hurting himself to such a point. Plus, he was a big as hell dude. And he already had assaulted a pregnant woman in her home, which is what he did time for. And he was hurting himself. So guess what? That knee shot, which was clear as day, was a way to get him to not be able to move. Now, the fact that he was screaming and yelling, then it's a 50-50. My God, if I release my knee, this guy's going to start banging his head again. Or he's a racist SOB who wanted to kill the guy, and the guy dies. And guess what? I think the gods must have been crazy because a lightning struck Floyd's mural in Minnesota and dismembered it came tumbling to the ground. The whole mural, the whole brick side of the building came tumbling to the ground several years later. It's on the internet. You can see Floyd. And who was running to the Floyd's uh, racism claims? Barack Obama in his funeral. And guess what? All it did was create destruction and mayhem throughout the summer of 2020. All propaganda. You can't re-elect. Elect and re-elect and mix race presidency and honestly claim that we have race relations in this problems in this country. No, man. What we do have is an educational problem in this country where browns and blacks do not want themselves, do not want to get educated, do not want to rise above it like my father with broken English, seventh grade education, and died a multimillionaire. That's my story. No one can tell me the success that, that of your father my... does not invalidate over 300 histories of years of race relations in the Americas. Yes, we could no, talk about doesn't. we could talk about Martin Luther King forever. My father came at that time. My father came in 1960 in the middle of all that. 
He could have looked at that and said, oh, my God, I don't stand a chance in this country. Many people have come to that conclusion. I don't stand a chance in this country and don't amount to diddly squat. But other people pull their bootstraps up and make these, these stories almost unexplainable. It's very hard to unexplainable how my father pulled it off. Me and my brothers are still asking, whoa, what are we missing here? That Because he couldn't have made it look this easy, but it, it, it did. He made it look easy, but it's true. It's true, and it was really hard, but only he and my mother know that. I can't possibly understand how hard it was. But when I think of the natural progress that the Americans have made, the natural process that America has made to cure its race relations, no people on earth have done more to fix their race problems than the United States. In fact, nobody in the Western world, in our Western economies, Western world, can, has ever elected a black man as leader of their state. And that black man go on to be reelected. So you can see by the age difference between him and I, he's awfully quiet. He can understand that I can understand that he's a victim of propaganda, a lot of it. And the propagandists who all got on the same team as a result of the miracle of Donald Trump's election, they still couldn't understand how we rigged it and he won. We just got to do it better next time. And they did. Coronavirus. Was that a blessing in disguise? Or was it something that everybody kind of looked at each other and saying, oh, my God, this is a perfect opportunity. Our enemies of our enemies are our friends. And that's the Democrats and China. If you can understand that, it's a drop-the-mic moment. The famous saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I believe that to be the Democratic Party and China. They use coronavirus for massive mail-in balloting, massive drop-off boxes. Zuckerberg drops another $100 million to make sure these drop boxes are in all the precincts that Trump had beaten Clinton, Hillary Clinton at and made sure that they, he didn't win those precincts again. And all occurs in the middle of the night when he was up like 700,000 popular votes. So and all of a sudden, an autopsy- those pre- all those precincts flipped. So an autopsy of Floyd's body. Here it is. Um- I'm I'm only claiming the evidence I heard at trial. Shows, yeah, this was um, anaphasia due to neck and back compression, like the knee. That on his was back. not the testimony in court. In the testimony in court, they said he died of a drug overdose and damage he had done. Floyd to had no underlying medical condition that contributed to his death. They said the neck compression stopped the blood flow to the brain. This does not imply ability to breathe. Apparently, he had died at the scene. Okay, you read that from the news reports and the defense counsel. I'm relying on the very hard reality that that report can't possibly be true because he was under incredible amount of drugs. Not a little amount of drugs, a lot of drugs. Because he had been 
doing it every day, every day in every way. He's a big. He was a, well, well, the cop, big, There's no. There's no reason to defend Chauvin. Like I, I don't he, he has him. admitted guilt. I don't he said def- that he wanted the family to recover from this ordeal. This he's is a guy who found, had a violent already, record beforehand. Like did, every apparently scene, he knew him. Apparently him and Floyd knew each other from uh, yes, because they had run it. N- yeah, uh, nightclub bouncing. Apparently they were both bouncers at a club and they didn't get along ever. But you can't change what the other police officers were saying and the other people who were witness because you know the knees is the knees the knee. I'm not explaining. I'm not explaining away the knee, but in the manual of the police, that knee is not, it's something that's removed today because of this, but the truth is when people are flipping out assailants or people under arrest or people under suspicion who are handcuffed, if they start doing that stuff, which I see simply as uh, manic convulsions or you don't feel the pain that you're inflicting on yourself. And you're freaked out you're going to be arrested. And what da 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 And they pulled him out of the car. He was already in the car. And he started banging the front of the car. The, the uh, what do you call it? The cage that separates the back seat from the front seat. He was banging that to oblivion. So then they pulled him out. And then they pinned him on the ground. And that's when the knee came in. And we saw the knee. And we saw the cops ignoring him. And we heard Floyd pleading for his life. And I can see him cutting off the oxygen in his neck. I'm not denying that. That was a knee to the head that stayed there forever. But what was the alternative? That if he releases the knee, that guy starts banging his head on the floor, and all of a sudden he's got a broken nose, broken lip, and maybe because of the drugs he bleeds out right there on the street, or he shatters his teeth, smashing his head against the ground. That's the part that Chauvin can't defend because it never happened. He kept the knee in his head, and he died. So it was like a catch-22. And now Showman is guilty, and he's got to say, you know, what the hell, I'm a cop, maybe I'll get off, you know, 10% of my term, I'll do 10% of my term, maybe let's, let's play nice here. After all, I was found guilty. But what happened later was what the left does. They ran with it, and they turned it into a fiasco for the country. It turned into the summer of the 2020 burning, firing, people dying. Nothing. Yeah, we, we can't leave out that everybody was jobless at this point because of coronavirus. Look, you just made up this ridiculous crap. It, the, 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 the riots of 2020 yeah, you, in Minnesota. You, you just can't say, it, like, in all due respect, it, it's, it's a level of denial to not admit that America has had race relations problems. It's just so No, easy. I didn't say that. Today I said that. We don't have the race relations today. We have a pull-up-your-bootstrap Demand you know that term was meant to make fun of people who thought that, right? Race relations. The pull up by the bootstraps. That was the ch- term that the unionists used to make fun of capitalists, telling them to get like. Good, I'm honored. All of a sudden, <laughs> wow! Thank you for informing me. But race relations at this point in our history is. Uh, I'll continue that they're getting better, but that's because the left has forced the conversation. No. That's because we've managed to override the race blindness. Why don't you say because we blindness. forced us to have two terms, three terms of Barack Obama? You know, and people like Barack Obama. I, of course, you did. But what does that say? I don't. I I I, I only approved say? of his job in cu- Cuba. Aside from that, I was a very big dissident during the Obama administration. What am I supposed to do with that comment? Should I just let the Cuba thing slide? <sighs> he just pulls me down this 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 star chamber of his. Where I don't know where to go from that. He throws in Cuba just so that I would change the subject. The race relationship 
uh, relation, relations it, that, F, uh, this that Martin Luther Republic- King strive for has been accomplished. The only thing missing is Democrats' insistence I, I, I don't on know controlling how Republicans can the say public school system. I don't know how Republicans cannot say there's a relations well, look, issue and you, then simultaneously try to shut down every single conversation in the we, schools I'm not about... Down. You're I, not, but you're... Your party is the talking about CRT and this being a disease is a it's a mind virus toward just having these conversations. It's a mind virus that Elon said that I called the progressive virus in 2014. Dude, Elon's just mad that his uh, transgender child doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. That's where that's coming from. Wow, that was his first marriage. Has a transgender child. I heard that. Could you give us details? Yeah, I looked it up, but I know they signed like a paper saying I don't want anything to do. I dismiss. That sounds. It sounds like you though. You're like uh, uh, rebelling against everything you were brought up with. Not everything. I'm just trying to fulfill it. When I saw all men are created equal, I really believe that. I really think that's. You know, I I consider myself, and I'll do respect, like yeah. a European byproduct of the Enlightenment. I because my you're heroes because po- you're Polish. That that helps too. Yes. That helps too. But like I really look and at your, and your skin is uh much lighter than mine. Yeah, sure. But I I you know, I also have a family ancestry in France. You know, I see these things as like when we fought for equality, democracy. These were good things. We fought wars for equality. Yes. And we repaired uh, uh, uh something terrible in our constitution that said that that uh, the black man was three-fifths of a white man. We corrected that. But you know why that happened? was because young, annoying people like me kept agitating no. the South. Yes! No! Because a little-known party called the Republican Party finally found a presidential candidate who was willing to go to war over... No. ...commerce he, that he freed the He was the moderate. Slaves. Listen, Lincoln did something good, but Lincoln was the moderate. The well, South was also, already on also, edge. You know the South was already on out. edge because of multiple slave revolts and activists. John Brown's death. The first, the first person to die in the Civil War and in the Independence War was a black man. Think about that. It was a real expose of American patriotism that many, many freed slaves in the North fought in the South on behalf of. The Union Army, and they were free black slaves. Some of the greatest inventors of the coolest stuff were black men. There was a city, I believe, in Tennessee. I'm wrong. Excuse me if my state is correct, but there was a a burgeoning city. It was a really successful city of employment and enterprise, and the Southerners burned it down because it was all black owned, and it was a real example to where the blacks would have been today had we left them to feel free. Instead, the white Southerners of the Democratic Party that back then were called the Dixiecrats, who had already embraced Andrew Jackson's... Who then went over to vote Republican after 1960 due to the Southern strategy. Yes, it is. No, it's not true. In the Southern strategy, few of them, like Reagan, who was a Dixiecrat, few of them joined the Republican Party. Never say that that is overwhelming. It's not true. It's not true. The biggest atrocity of, Ameri- of modern American history was the United States in the election of Barry Goldwater over LBJ, who loses to him by a, a whopping 8 million votes, kind of like today, uh, embracing the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which was a disaster for the black people, 
over what? over Eisenhower's version of the same, I think, in the 1958 Civil Rights Act. And that act had empowerment and limitations to how much welfare would go. It couldn't go the second generation. By the second generation, they had to be educated, yeah, skilled, and ready to, to work. Instead, the problem, the black- LBJ's version was disgusting because it created the welfare state that is alive and well today. And as we said in our last shows, it's 50% of the federal The problem budget. that black America faces is that none of See its wealth... See how he just ignores everything I say? No, because no, these are other things. Because it, it well, makes, it makes you sense. Here's the thing is that the welfare thing is not the real issue. Because the Republicans uh, and the Democrats... Said, you, you heard him say it. The welfare thing is not really the real issue. It's it not. It is the issue. No, it's not. It's bankrupted the it's country. It's not. Because, okay... It's not because it's like we've already had the cuts to welfare. They're not cuts; they're cuts in growth. Growth. In the other words, that black Paul America Ryan does said not it best. Have intergenerational we've wealth. We never cut the budget of the United States. We've only cut its percent of growth. In other words, by CPI or less, and that's only what we've done in the last one hundred years. Is try to with not much success, to cut the level of growth of the expanding government. Now the government is, like I said before, 38% of $25 trillion. Do the math, folks. That's the third largest economy in the world, the government of the United States alone. So how many people get rich on that? Even our enemies, China. They get rich on us buying as a government and as a private sector. Pencils. Pencil sharpeners. What's that? I hear steering. I hear a moving of goalposts from the conversation. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why don't you accuse me of a uh, glass? Uh, what is it? Gaslighting. Gas. Yeah. No. 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 You. You. You don't gaslight. You. You move the goalpost. Uh, <laughs> but no. But the big issue is that they weren't allowed to move into good neighborhoods. This was a practice called redlining. That's true. That that's that was a, a law passed. At, at the real estate level that I'm familiar with, being a, a licensed person. So things like this was we're not allowing and them also, to build intergenerational and, wealth. And also you cannot tell the landlord that, hey, my tenant that that's wants to lease your space are black. You can't say that either. That's a, that's a nation seeking to uh, redeem itself. So we don't have those problems. So, no, so here's the thing. It's okay to admit these things, to say that we have had issues They're with— They're obvious. But to say we've had issues with race relations doesn't send us to hell. You know, America is not going to die, and the Egyptian gods are not going to be looking at us and judging our soul by a feather. This is a process in which we move things over. This is a thing where we learn. It's very simple. It's, and that's the thing. We do not need to get cagey when these conversations arrive. Perhaps, maybe these communities are over-policed, but that does not mean they don't want policing. You know, there are ways that we can solve these problems. We should not be hostile to the fact that they're arising at all. You know, when it's when it says, like, we don't have a racism issue, when the far right, a whole group of, you know, politics, which says, yes, we want discrimination. Yes, we do not want these things becoming equalized. Like, you know, it, it's very visible that this is a very precedent issue in American politics. You've admitted that Trump won on nationalism. So these aren't things that, like, you know, we all see what's happening before us. As a nation, as a country, when we have these fights off on the streets, when you've had people like Enrique Tarrio on your show 
who embody these attitudes, maybe the softer side of them, they're still no, it present. Was, it was just an explanation. Uh, I brought him here not knowing exactly what he I'm not accusing you of being this, but I'm saying like you've seen them. Like these people are real. I just knew he was a black man and, and Biden had said the night before, I believe, and maybe two nights had gone by, that he was a white supremacist. Uh, and I thought it was ironic that the Cuban, uh, I don't know, Cuban branch office, I don't know, the the, uh, the branch office in the South that had, had attended some rallies, as he said so, from a drinking club spinoff, was a black guy. And he happened to be Cuban. And that's all I knew. And that's why I brought him here, because I knew that he was a black guy. And he was a Cuban guy. And I said, oh, my God, that's the part of the American lie. It creates it, the propaganda perpetuates itself to the point where we are here today, a nation completely disgusted with the previous president to the point of putting in power the very president that is co- committed the crimes and the graft and the ineptitude, and the incompetence and the treasonous foreign policy of the of the of the of the accusations of the previous president that cannot be denied this country is in that right now same thing propaganda that killed christ that envy that, that, that <laughs> oh please trump is a very different man than yes, christ uh, I understand. trump is a very i baited you into saying that same thing okay <laughs> i baited you so bad it's not even funny oh my god i can't believe you fell for that one but anyway I knew you would do trigger it. Trigger the libs. It's all just to trigger yeah, yeah, the libs. Yeah, it's I'm, all just to trigger the yeah, libs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you know, I compared I, I, Jesus I more to than Trump. Ha- I'm more than happy to talk about fell the possible it. thing. You <laughs> fell for it. Oh, you comparing Trump to Jesus? No. I'm comparing envious to crucifixion. If I say something d- silly and dumb and I'm corrected on it, well, you fell for the trap. Uh, I, I, was saying it then. I was saying something dumb I, on purpose. You don't think I used that whole thing before on social media, on this radio show? Oh my God. I try envy, to make good arguments. Envy, personal envy and animus towards someone can perpetuate itself to the point of undermining the country. I call that Voting yourself out of existence. Then what was the Obama years? Republicans lost it over Obama. Over barely any policy decisions. He got reelected, my friend. Less votes than the first time, but he got reelected. You don't have a case there. No matter what. No, we, we, we have a case that he totally was we, blocked by the Senate we, and the Congress. Time out. Who he kept hoping that they would compromise with him on stuff. Because no. he was more than willing. Uh, uh, I'm not talking How many about times did Cruz shut down the government? I'm talking only about... Barack Obama's propaganda, and thank God he did not get his national health care. Thank God it was stopped cold because it was inherited by, from Hillary as Hillary Care. And he ran against a guy who actually succeeded at statewide health care in Massachusetts called Romney Care. But my problem with Obama was simply his Manchurian candidate communist leanings. And he created and fermented a bunch of propaganda that he I'm was tired of already. A communist. Huh? He was hardly a communist. Oh, uh, yeah. If you look at the Hardly. 20, yeah, with the $250 million he made while he was president or after he was president. Yeah, he's a capitalist. You asked me. I, you got me there. I got me there. 
How do these people get so You guys rich? can't keep attacking him for every perceived hey, disloyalty every, and then you don't have an actual ideological attack for him. Everybody I know. You guys was, could have just said like he's weak like a rhino. When you guys attacked Obama weak for his like weakness, that was much better. You but know then, why? You know why? You, you guys made the modern left by calling him socialist, by calling him far left. Like you, you merely got all of these people like me interested in these ideas to better oppose you guys. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree that Barack Obama created what Trump created. They created a group of people that get involved in politics that never had happened before. I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And I'm very happy that Barack Obama now was limited in damage control, thank God, because our midterms were really successful under his uh, second year. And I also believe that I'm seriously hurt at 58 years old. I'm seriously hurt by the creation of Obamacare because I'm financially strapped by my health care. I'm amazed at all the stuff, my very expensive health care at a time when I'm now sick because I got my father's diabetes, there's an amazing amount of stuff that isn't paid for under my plan, and I spend a lot of money monthly on my plan, and I just don't get the care for what I pay for. And that's a direct relation to the huge bureaucracy that was created simply for insurance companies' benefits at the behest of the common man. And those poor people who get as sick as I do at the same age have even worse health care at $59 a month. So it's all been one big disgusting lie. And it's created a tremendous amount of unemployment because 10 years later, as you can see, none of these insurance policies uh, (coughs) cover nothing more than just the testing for COVID. After that, their hands are off. And you can see how the government just manifests itself into stimulus checks, PPP, all that stuff, all that propaganda, that out-of-control spending was perpetuated and accelerated. I shouldn't say perpetuated because that had been going on for decades before Obama, but escalated, accelerated to become norm under Barack Obama. He created a a, a federal disaster of great proportions hidden behind his faith that was suspect, his skin color, definitely suspect, his marriage, her sexuality, Suspect. Are you trying to imply the Michelle Obama trans woman thing that Republicans like saying? Very suspect. Are you trying to? No, it's very suspect. Everything about him was suspect. His wealth. No, I, I, I just think he was kind of a character that people who live in red states were not familiar. There are a lot of Barack Obamas if you go around the city. Absolutely, why not? You get a lot of very highly educated people with mixed backgrounds. Yes, absolutely. He was the benefit of free public education. It's not suspect. It is his... uh, It's not suspect. I'll I'll use his words. I am the sand man. Period. Would you like to go into Google? I am the sand man. But... Think of I, a man, I just think that think suspic- of a man standing the suspicion in quicksand. was that uh, he just wasn't a character they were familiar with. I believe that that's denial. He was representative of the Democratic Party of today. He's so much so that he's sitting there behind the black curtain running the, the Biden administration. And if you don't think he's on the phone with these people all the time, uh, you're, you're a fool. But Google, I am the Sandman, written in his book. That's who he was. And that's what I didn't like about, well, he was a Democrat, so I was going to not like him anyway. I grant you that. 
I didn't like Clinton. I didn't like Kennedy. I didn't like Carter. Why not Clinton? I knew he was a liar and he was a snake. And I knew he was from Arkansas. He was getting rich. And uh, he got rich. And uh, he stole everything he could see. He stole, including the furniture in the White House as he left, him and his wife. I knew they were good old American. I, I don't like to say it on the radio because it's not part of my uh, uh, community relations that I learned from Facebook. I can't We're say- a family show. We're a family show. We're a family that, that show. That's always my favorite thing is... Um- Alex Jones would be like, we're a family show. I'm so sorry. And then he'd say like five curse words. Uh, I, I assume that, uh, I, I assume he's far, far right too. I would, Alex Jones is definitely far right. Okay. Easily. I, I would not hesitate to call him. Uh, I love his voice. He's got that great uh, voice. He's got that great voice. Yeah. I have yeah a- I, I, folks, folks, we're under attack. It's a very serious issue. These folks, we have photos that prove it. I've seen the documents. They are Goblins, all right? Hillary. Vermin, I call them Goblins. Vermin. They're goblin people, okay? P-O-G, people of goblin, if you will. <laughs> That's great. You uh, got you to gotta do, do an Alex Jones show, just you by yourself. Or should I just shut up? And I, like, I, I would have can to, you I would do go, more? Please. They, they removed all his good stuff from YouTube. That, that's kind of the thing. Is everyone would always? How go, many times? I don't you... want them to call the freaking making the freaking frogs gay is like his most famous one. But it... will he finally win on one of his appeals? Because he's going to keep on appealing. He can't. Possibly... I have no idea what's going to happen to him. He doesn't have two hundred fifty million dollars. How the hell are they going to? How's he billions? Gonna... I think. You think? No, the... no. It was no. It's million. billions. He's a millionaire. A millionaire, but two hundred fifty million to, in a court case cannot has to be overturned by by uh, a upper level court. It, it's just hard because I think they really want to punish him. Oh, that, you think? They, they really want to punish him. Me like, 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 like? No, man. They want to punish him. <laughs> There's no like here, man. They're trying to crush him. Hope he goes away. I think he should. I, I think he's lost the right to have a platform. I believe what he said about... about um, could you help me here? Um, the sad uh, ch- children's school... Um, Oh, you're talking about... Um, Call, um, um, I almost said the wrong wrong. School. Oh, my God. I know what it is, but it's also... Oh, my God. It's, it's uh, Sandy everyone, Hook. Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook. Everyone on the radio is screaming at us for a moment. Yeah. Uh, Sandy Hook. Well, that is just uncalled for. I mean, these are children here, man. I mean, to say but that... that's the thing is that, like, I feel like if you're going to make parents of a tragedy a target so you can sell, like, Something. supplements... Yeah, really. Like, okay. I'm sorry. There, there's... Lo- I think you lost... Half his audience right there, because sooner or later you have to be subhuman to listen to him for the most part. He's been drunk but for a what, very long time. But once you did that, I remember when he caught Ted Cruz in an elevator. That was hilarious. He's been really, I, he, I think he's destroyed his mind with alcohol. I wouldn't doubt that. Wealth and alcohol sometimes go like the, together. There are really cut moments. Where but how come you don't give street cred to Donald Trump who never drank? That's true. Ah, how do you come you don't give street cred on the very fact that he lost money? During his presidency, when everybody else got rich as a result of theirs. I feel like double-checking that. Yeah. I feel like double-checking okay. that. Okay. Go ahead. Double-check it. But um, And how about him donating all his paychecks? Didn't you dream that would actually happen one day? Didn't he keep his assets? He didn't. Uh, I don't think he's foreclosed on anything while he's president. Aren't you supposed to do that while president? Aren't you supposed to foreclose your assets? Not foreclose. You're supposed to put them in blind trusts, which means that you don't manage them. He refused that and refused... To show you his private tax returns, and whether you think he was audited or not, proof might be that hands uh, that he maybe even ran for president just to get 
through an audit. Who knows? I think that makes the point that I would have. Because um, the IRS claims they didn't audit him while he was president. Oh, uh, no. I, I feel like I'm a very big believer in freedom of speech, but I kind of feel like there's there's got to be some sort of level of responsibility. I think the Sandy Hook was a clear case of utter ignorance, and he discredited himself for no particular... There's nothing... He gained absolutely nothing with that. Uh, if anything, you've you've discredited yourself in any way or form. I mean, people are already questioning. I've used that word. That's the word of the day for today is questioning um, his credibility. But I wasn't a listener of his, and I didn't know much about him. I was. Continue. I, I would listen to Jones all the time. Give us, um, give us some more. Because we, give us some more. I was part of very much the counterculture of the 2000s, which was a remnant of the counterculture in the 90s. You know, kind of this X-Files, very conspiracy, you know, how to put it, like, it feels like conspiracy theory culture is now much more, like, perfected than it used to be, because, like, we now have much more access to documents with the internet. We now much more know what transpired in certain events. Also, everything is true on the internet? No, but we have the documents that would, like, come from state departments we were suspicious of. How about during the, uh, the Pink Floyd arrest? I did that on purpose. Pink yeah. Floyd. I, I don't know about that one. But, like, for certain things, because um, a big moment was for very much people who are in the dissident counterculture of the time, was a lot of talking about 9-11 conspiracy theories, you know. I remember I had a lot of people in my life who were like... I sent you a link of, called The Heist. Have you read it? I'll, I'll get into that. That was good, man. It was long. It took me... Well, I had to read it off my phone. Oh my God, it took me over an hour. I don't know if that was dyslexia or just brain deadness, but a lot of name dropping, a lot of connecting of the dots. It was pretty follow the money kind of investigative reporting that it, made a lot of your assessments um, in memory of a very good friend of mine who passed away by COVID. He had a lot to say about Dick Cheney, and this article eventually gets into his ties as well as. Uh, many that we know, that uh, uh, 9-11 was known about by a lot of wealthy, well-connected people for a long time before the planes hit. And uh, the dots are just too too precise, too consistent with human development. You and your life, my and my life, most of us in our lives under no Understand how the natural harmony of things occur in our life. Is this by Hamilton Carell? It's on your damn inbox. You got to pay attention. I left my phone in the car. This is the problem. This generation leaves themselves in their cars. (sighs) There's a. I'm 58 and you are. 32. 32. So you're a a little bit less than 30 years. But do you remember who wrote the article? No, I don't. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's one of those classic examples of, oh my God, you got to question the source that the liberals love to say. No, I, I was just looking for it right now. To it just wasn't. Along. It wasn't mainstream at all. It was. You could tell that uh, that whoever did this work did it against other people's wishes. So he probably had to get it out there through a non-recognized, uh, you know, mainstream media source. And that's the biggest problem that liberals have, that the truth always comes out through alternative sources because in the mainstream media, you can't come to these conclusions and expect to get printed. Your editor will yeah, say... Yeah, but they'll eventually print it if it gets big enough. Hey, uh, that's the case. You just got it in your inbox. 
Well, um, not just that. I, I think about stuff like Watergate. I think about stuff um, well, like see, the, the Afghanistan you, Papers, the Pentagon Papers. Panama Papers. Uh, Panama Papers. These are... Uh, Hunter's uh, Laptop. I mean... Um, no. Hunter's Laptop. I'm thinking about the, the Pentagon Papers. No, not the Pentagon. The yeah. Panama Papers were actually posted by the Washington Post, which is, I imagine... Not originally. Is, yeah, but they did a huge piece on it, which is as mainstream as mainstream media gets. But not originally... I mean, does Fox News? I think Fox News also counts as mainstream news. Uh, I can't, they, they, they I can't, can't deny can't, that. They can't brag about being the most viewed cable network and did not. Why not? They, they can't are. brag and then not call themselves mainstream news is what I say. Unfortunately, being the most viewed doesn't necessarily mean anything other than the other people suck. So the other people have a motivation to lie and deceit to get market share. Fox doesn't have that interest in that gross lie. There is a study done way back that people who who listen to Fox News are more likely to be misinformed about major events. Uh, Guess what? Whoever that source is, is full of it. Because we were talking Hunter's Laptop since before the election. And we were right. We were talking about Russia. It was definitely happening. Time out. We were were talking about the foliest, finaliest, disgusting Russian collusion. We were right. We were talking about the dossier. We were right. We were talking about the rigged election. We were right. And none of us thought that Donald Trump would win in 2016. Except for me. You know, there's a video of me sitting in here watching the news on election night. I'm I'm in the studio. And I'm screaming because he had just lost uh, uh, Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. And he was losing to Hillary, so I thought he was going to lose the state. And I still predicted by, I think, eight electoral votes that he would win. That night, in the middle of the night, all, not all the states had reported yet. And I'm screaming and yelling, and it's on my YouTube channel, Mac on the Rock Rampage, if anybody wants to see the 180 edits and f- funny-looking uh, uh, videos that I call interesting on my webpage, you'll see me with uh, the ceiling, uh, literally it's my head in the ceiling of the studio, somewhat in a ominous, dark uh, theater kind of view where I'm in, I think, less than, a, less than a minute, I predict Trump's victory on 2016 and how he's going to do it. And I was off by a very small amount of electoral votes, but he ends up pulling it off. And uh, I just felt he was going to do it, even though what prompted the conversation was hearing Megyn Kelly saying that it looks like he's uh, going to lose Florida, and he did not. He won Florida because of the rest of the state went for him, even though Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach went for Hillary Clinton, which prompted me like, oh, my God, the two biggest counties used to, you know, the, at one time. The reason why the Cubans carry so much power in Dade County is that you couldn't win the state without winning Dade County, and that's not a case anymore to show you how politics change with people movements, democratics, and now you have to win the I-4 corridor. Um, If you don't win the I-4 corridor, which is Tampa, St. Pete, Orlando, to a lesser degree all the way across to, you know, Daytona Beach that are obviously not populated, but you got to win I-4 corridor. If you can't win I-4 corridor... You can't win, period, because Trump showed that you can lose those three counties. Trump only won in 2016, won in Hialeah, Sweetwater, Westchester. He lost the rest of the county, Gables and Key Biscayne, Aventura. What's really interesting is that South Republicans Dade. have lost the suburbs. I think is you that heard, part of it? I, 
I, I believe this, the suburbs t- plays a role in it, but it's now, I mean, I think you listened to CNN on that one. It's not so much the suburbs as our vote is gone gender. Vast majority of men are much more patriotic. Vast majority of women are much I mean, more socialistic. I mean, don't overturn Roe versus Wade and maybe women won't have a problem with your party. Well, we didn't overturn it. <laughs> Uh, that was a state's right issue, and now that's the law of the land. Go back to the states, decide for yourselves. That's how the founding of the country is. The United States should never have got involved in abortion. Abortion obviously was popular in 1973. It was part of the uh, the affect, the negative affect of feminism, which was very popular at the time. Notice I'm talking about gender. It's popular again now. I don't know. I think that I think the the I've actually had a I take on the, feminism that kinda, I, I think the polls show that kids your age aren't that interested in aborting as the kids my age. I'm no longer a kid, but women of yesteryear were more likely to get abortions than you all. Yeah. Why? Because you're seeing the baby shake around in the in the in the uterus. You see oh, what the actual people, young, people younger and younger are having less and less sex. Absolutely. You, you got you, 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 you got FaceTime. <laughs> you guys had uh, You guys have FaceTime. You guys were having sex before AIDS. Absolutely. You guys never had that scare. We had free. We <laughs> had <laughs> yes. We had free, yeah, yeah. free sex. Started, yeah, no. So it started with uh, it, it's, Woodstock. It's the post. It's a post AIDS world. You know, you there know? was a, there was a, a coronavirus type e- epidemic at that time, pandemic, and we were still in rock and roll concerts with mass amount of people, no masks. Woodstock in the middle of a pandemic. So it's like I, I would say that that's probably a definite factor. Isn't that amazing how information what was completely pandemic that, that that gets bureaucrats to shut down whole economies wasn't even a a, a burp a, a thing during Woodstock during the sixties and they had a pandemic just as well. It's very sad what propaganda can do. There's a lot of things that you've learned, and I've heard this with my daughter as well. There's a lot of a tinge of racism among. The first generation that is not racist, yours. Your generation is the least racist of all generations. And yet, you're allowing people to sell you otherwise. I've heard it from the youngsters. My daughter, no, unfortunately, my daughter's, my unfortunately, daughter's unfortunately being non-racist means you have to be anti-racist. Uh, that's, there's truth to that statement. So I would say, like, that's the reality of it. Like, here is, like, one just quick thing I'll put out. Like, when people say, oh, you're white. I feel... Tell them you're brown. No, that when I hear white, I don't think of a race. I think of an apartheid status. You know, to me, race is not an ethnic background. That is a marker of how you're going to be treated in society. So I say, like, there shouldn't be such a thing as white pride because white pride is implicitly and historically standing on top of other people. Like, there's nothing wrong about being proud about being Italian. There's nothing wrong about being proud about being English or Ireland or any other European place of ancestry. Like, that's a normal pride because you actually come from there. When you're white, that, like, history shows us. You that's exclude just German. other people. Uh, I feel like the Germans struggle a little bit more with pride now than anybody. Not really. They rule the world. Uh, they ruled Europe for certain. I don't know the world. But Europe. Well, guess what? The Bank of International Settlements uh, is almost determined unilaterally by the central bank in Berlin and Munich. And uh, that's somewhere where the United States doesn't really get in 
until these decisions are already made and either gives it its blessing, which chances are it would, uh, because in the end it's going to fall back on the dollar. And that's why we're broke. They're loaning money to Ukraine. The UE, the, imagine this, the European, European Union is loaning money to the Ukraine and we are giving aid to Ukraine. They don't even have to pay it back. So how do we get it back? When it's time to rebuild the bridges. I, I imagine what the, the states wants at this point is, is like... Complete reconstruction. Same thing as the Marshall Plan after yeah, but, World War II. But what they're getting, Same what they thing. want at this point is that they want a weakened Russia. They're getting exactly what they want. I, I, I would they're, say... They're getting the, their proxy battle. I they're getting understand ex- that on the face of it, it definitely appears that way. But I also understand that we are, whether we like it to admit it or not, we're the world's war machine until... Oh, I will happily admit this. I will happily admit this is our problem. Hello? 50%. The other 50% is welfare, and the other 50% is military deployment. The rest is debt. Everything else is debt. Keeping the AC on, keeping our buildings and parks lit up. uh, The rest is all debt. It's all... Uh, cashing bounce check or just bouncing checks. I mean, checks. That, is is that not money on? Is that not currency on some sort of level, like debt, IOUs? Providing you keep on buying our stuff, yeah, our our our, our government bonds. That's why your your generation I, I'm for, I'm for like, needs to pull up the bootstraps and realize, hey guys, the debt's on you. I'm putting you so deep in the hole that you don't. I tell people, guys, while you're looking down on your phone, my generation is screwing yours. And if you keep on thinking the way you think, you're going down. And you know what's going down means? The split up of the United States. Because the United States is big enough and strong enough that smaller ecosystems of states joining forces, like if you can understand this picture, the East, finances, the dead center, livestock and agriculture. And the Far East, energy, and Oklahoma, Nebraska, and, and Tennessee, um, in, so, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Texas, all by themselves, thinking of all, all kinds of reasons to stay apart from the others. Think of a country split up like that, and maybe getting along long enough to have a national army. That might words, be beneficial. See what I mean? It might actually be beneficial. It's more likely to happen because of what you just said, and I believe it to be very popular. No, I, I'm not opposed to it. I would prefer it doesn't happen. Like, how would I put it? I'm more invested in the people of the United States than, like, the Union. The people of the United States, so the People's Republic of America. Well, yeah, like the... It sounds ha- like a communist to me. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you hey, want to call wait, me wait. that. Wait a second. Uh, would you sound the ovation alarm? It's right there in front of you. Which one is it? Yeah, squeeze. Squeeze. Oh. We just taught them the blink radio standing ovation. But more or less, like, it just feels the way a lot of the government is structured, even from your admission. Um, it just feels like, what's the point of keeping this giant war machine afloat that only makes people, for where I came from, the DMV area, money? Like, it's not really efficient. DMV, please. Describe. The DMV, the Virginia District in maryland area okay we call it the dmv uh, you know that's it's just kind of the thing like it, it feels like the whole of the country is an extension of the will of washington and a couple of west point graduates hmm you were off the you were off to the races for a moment there 
And I'd like you to repeat that because somehow I missed something. I know that the military industrial complex is being represented by the West Point graduates, but yeah, we're a war machine. We became the largest economy in the world. And th- that's that's the central problem is that we're... It's not a problem. It, may, it is. It may it, it's largest. because we're, we're culturally made, distant from it. We don't do it but, anymore. Like that, that was kind of it the still point. Made, it's, it's the largest economy in the world. Yeah, that well, no that's one's success. a part of. That nobody is a part of anymore. It's become so privatized. Come on, everybody's so boss. central. We used it to 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 get seriously in debt. <laughs> it's very sad. We're voting ourselves out of existence. If we don't vote for conservatism, where people stop making excuses for other people's lack of success, and know that there is not a fix in the system that's keeping people down, because. That unanswerable grievances will never be answered. We have a broken tax system. We are punishing wealth oh, by making wow. wealthy well, people well, well, pay well. double, triple, quadruple. He, ten here's times. the truth: is and that guess those what grievances are answered. First is that those grievances not yours. can be solved. None yeah, of yours. A good can. portion of them can be solved. None. Yep. Not even yep. one. Yep. One. Yep. Name one grievance that can be solved that you've mentioned in the last twelve shows of ours. By the way. The recordings of these shows are on WSQFradio.com. I, 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 I think that we can like make m- upwards mobility much more of a thing. You know we, how you can do that? Eliminate inheritance and probate taxes. God, it's not that bad. It's terrible. It's, it's half. not that bad. It, it's it, half. It, it, it's this. This. If, if this is a, I, state, I was listening on one state, American News Network a day, and they had to like. Hey, start, you admit to, to to listening to that? Yeah, because I I gotta do, I gotta keep up for this job for this show. And it, 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 it's so much to just imagine these unalienable grievances of like, no, oh, wait, I wait, had wait, to, wait, 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 you're playing with words there. Unalienable grievances, where does that come from? Like just cultural stuff the Republicans want to focus you on. You have been selling me on unanswerable grievances since I've met you. We can totally bring back industry. Name your number we, one. We can bring back industry. That isn't one of your grievances. Yeah, it is. No, it it's isn't. It, 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 it's an it's a grievance we share together is that we've handed all of our manufacturing and labor jobs to China. But it, I agree that is true, but that is not one that of is your totally, grievances. Yeah, that is one of the grievances I've talked about that here. You would have been That's a Republican totally, already. Yeah, you would have voted for Trump twice already. If we can do subsidies to bring back industry, but it's you didn't vote I'm, for Trump. That's the point I was telling you. You didn't vote for him twice, and yet you believe in that concept. See what I mean? This guy was. There's no president. He that, never ran on that. Yes, he did. He turned around. China's our problem. Second, he our wasn't China. talking about that at all second on the second the time around. Second time, second to the wall was his grievance towards the wall, which would have been a billion dollar burning, including project. his Trump ties that were made there. He would have. His wall would have been a billion-dollar burning project. You know how much that's costed already? A lot more than a billion. The wall was just posturing. You don't buy that for a second when the guy's like, Mexico's going to pay for it now. Yes, this it is was. a guy who's just you know totally posturing. You know how that was going to happen? Through the remittances of people who could no longer cross, who would be sending Western unions and he would charge and tax the Western Union wire transfers. Another thing now, that's totally Western solvable. Union, another I'm thing that I think is totally PayPal. solvable with big government is my but attitude on immigration. That Mexico would pay for that, they would have paid a little bit of it. But it would have been that way through the uh, electronic wires that presently go from Mexican citizens, South American citizens in the United States who send money back to Mexico. Why? Because the Cuban government has been able to survive sixty something years on our remittances in exile to Cuba to this very day in the billions every year. 
So obviously it would fund a metal fence. My problem is that his metal fence was short and nearsighted when he could have built an infrastructure project that you know that I am supporting. I think your idea was better than brilliant. his dumb fence. The most brilliant idea. His in dumb it. fence was nothing. Right. It but was what was the what was the most brilliant idea you've ever heard? What? Gotcha. I, I didn't follow. What was the greatest idea you've ever heard? Greatest idea I've ever heard? Yeah. Probably democracy. Whoa! Socialist democracy. Okay. The greatest <laughs> idea you ever heard was the Great Wall of Will, a freight train from San Diego to Brownsville that eliminated illegal immigration on that border and competed with the Panama But Canada. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen as long as this country is ran by wealthy industrialists oh, who rely on cheap put a bunch labor. of poor people like Barack Obama See, no, and make they, him they, a multimillionaire and make him run the country. The, the, the grievances of the conservative party make the Clintons the president again. The Republican party are by nature you know what our unalleviable. Is? No, because they, we have they a, make money off their own grievances. They don't want to admit it, but it's totally well, the thing. I, I I started off the show saying I agree with you in that respect. The 1.7 omnibus spending bill with seven retiring senators on the Republican Party joining all Democrats to pass this crap is a clear indication that they're all a bunch of thieves. And us Republicans are worse thieves because at least the Democrat Party steals right off the get-go, flat out in your face, create government, more government, and we steal through the government. And Republicans are disgusting because they steal through the piety, the veil of piety. Oh, it was them. It was them, the Democrats. We just had to. We didn't have a choice. We had to vote for them. Perfect example is this last session. McConnell could have just killed everything and be done with it and let it go to the House next year and then go back to the Senate. No, it's the have to run on policy. The Constitution says that only the House can fork up money. Senate cannot. All they can do is repair and send back to the House, because that's what the Senate's role is, just to check the House. It's not any other than that. And, of course, approve and um, take on presidential nominations for judgeships. But can't spend any money. Remember in the Supreme Court case about Obamacare, the reason why there was a strong legal case that was ignored was that there was an amendment made to the Obamacare law that actually created a tax and that tax was called uh, a penalty. And in that penalty, it's considered a tax. If the court sees it as a tax, it cannot be originated from the Senate. It had to be originated from the House. Therefore, the Obamacare law, Affordable Care Act, is null and void. But instead, we remember Judge Roberts reversing that decision and siding with the Liberal Democrats, which are those Mitt Romney uh uh, Chicky, Ch- Chicky Poo, uh, Cheney side of the party that just rationalizes things out, and let's get, let's move on, and that's Mitch McConnell's tent, and he, that's why Mitch you, McConnell is, I think, just about collecting as much money as he possibly can for his causes. Married to a Chinese lady whose family is big in shipping in China, uh, it's big. It's a big deal. It's really sad. I, I I rest my case. I've changed a lot in the last one or two weeks. Yeah, and I've seen it. I've seen it. It's really sad. <laughs> you last you become weeks, much more willing to talk about policy and less. No, I real. I'm I, I'm resilient in the fact that I'm hoping Americans come around because I'm too old to really get them to come around anymore. I've done everything I could possibly do in my life politically to set 
a standard and leave marching orders. If you don't take them because I'm just a nobody from nowhere's will, nowhere's land, I just, that Beatles song, you know, the, yeah. I'm just a man from nowhere's land, you know, it's, uh, I know what that feeling is, and it's so true today, $1.7 trillion and no money to stop people from flooding over the border, that forces Biden not to sign it, that alone, that alone is a perfect legislative trickery, put something in there that he can't sign, therefore, it's not the going to change. Is, it's not going to change until someone has a real sensible answer about the border. It's not going to be done by putting. I just gave it to you guys. You guys are not embracing the great idea. Therefore, the bad idea becomes law. Let's drop the vote. Let's drop the mic moment. While my guitar gently weeps. The Thanks bi- for tuning in, everyone. The Beatles. 1968. Where free men reign. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.